0: The Hawaii Sports Radio Network on 95.1 FM and AM 760 presents "Wake Up in the Den", den, 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 den. with Kulei Agbayani.
1: Good morning, beautiful people. It's "Wake Up in the Den." I'm Kulei Agbayani, alongside Paul Brecht. Happy Wednesday, happy Manawahine Wednesday, and happy Valentine's Day. Oh, happy love day for everyone that wants reminders again. <laughs> but no, uh, just I guess a daily reminder that we always tell you guys, go out and spread joy and love to the world. Not just those two that are close to you, but to strangers, you know, and I guess you take a risk these days if they're gonna take it the wrong way but uh quick story because my mom well that's where I get it from like I'm smiling like all the time my mom is someone that smiles like when she's just walking down the street and here it's it's okay in Hawaii because people like just smile and say hi to strangers you know all the time but when you go to the continent and you try to smile at someone it's like they don't (laughs) know what to do it's almost like they freeze and they're just like I, I don't know what to do right now. Like, why is this person smirking at me? Like you got a problem? <laughs> oh, trust
0: Koo. I know. I know uh, very, very well. That's why I fit in Hawaii better than I do on the <laughs>
1: yeah. mainland. So that's why, but nonetheless, hope you guys are, you know, have all your plans. Oh, also reminder to, if you do want to face, The treachery that is the restaurant industry today actually throughout the rest of the week because we were at Morton's last night and it was already slammed and one of the managers was saying, oh yeah, it's people trying to avoid the Valentine's rush. But at the same time, everyone has the same idea to do that. And he put the best example. It's like when there's traffic on the freeway and you're thinking, hey, let me go through the side streets. And then you realize the side streets are clogged through, too, because everybody had the same idea. So it's kind of what's happening this week with Valentine's Day being smack dab in the middle of the week. So if you guys are going to brave the restaurant industry, please be kind, especially to the service workers, because you're not the only people in the restaurant. So. Tip them very well. Hope they're going to take care of you. And yeah, just just be nice. Just enjoy the time with your loved one or loved ones that you go out with. And enjoy your Valentine's Day.
0: Yeah. No, 100% agreed <laughs> uh, on all fronts one. Happy Valentine's Day to all you beautiful people. We're so thankful you join us every day, this and every day that you do. Mm-hmm. And even if you don't catch us live and you catch us on podcasts, you know, wherever you get most podcasts, always thankful that you guys are able to do that. Maybe... Listen with your lover tonight. Uh, you know, while you guys are making dinner together, because that's what my partner did last night. She uh, she cooked out a wonderful meal for both of us. She's very, very wonderful, and she works in the food industry. So if you're not nice to her, then you're going to have to answer to me.
1: Or <laughs> all of us. We've all been there. I've worked in the food service industry for over ten years. My mom still does. So. Uh, Shout out to all of our service workers and not just the front of house, by the way, the back of house, too, because it's like total blood, sweat and sometimes tears that are shed (laughs) in the the, the (laughs) the busy days. A a lot of expletives Uh, as well. But nonetheless, we appreciate everybody in the restaurant industry and the floral industry and everything going on today. But like Paul said, uh, if you want to have a entertaining Valentine's Day, you can tune in this afternoon slash this evening to OIA Boys Basketball Championship. Action beginning at 5 30 we'll talk about that a little later while we'll, we'll also get into some University of Hawaii men's and women's basketball as we are finally at least for now over the Super Bowl hangover so we've <laughs> spent like the last couple of days talking a lot about the Super Bowl and the NFL uh, but today we're gonna focus entirely here on our uh, in our state and everything going on because uh, yesterday, I was able to go to the ceremony and blessing for the newly renovated Alexander Waterhouse Sports Performance Facility that is opening this week for all of the student athletes, not just. You, you see some of the photos and, and you're going to hear my chat with Chris Brown and also UH Women's Volleyball Center Kate Lang about, you know, people will see the pictures, those that aren't really familiar with the fact that uh, women like to lift heavy um shiitake mushrooms too you know like <laughs> she- <laughs> see what i did there that was good that was good <laughs> i don't know what see, food way. service yeah exactly <laughs> so <laughs> and everyone here knows what kind of like of course. everyone knows that's a that's a mushroom that we use in cooking um <laughs> Exactly. That'd be funny if Alan's listening,
0: <laughs> I, I love Alan. Uh, shout out Alan, too. I hope he and, and the family are having a great Te- gonna day. He's going to be like, oh, too. gosh,
1: cool, Aid's teetering the line there. Uh, but no, uh, yeah, it's a beautiful, newly renovated facility, and it's amazing to see. So uh, here is what UH Associate Football Head Coach Chris Brown had to say when I caught up with him.
2: This is awesome. I, I'm happy for. I'm happy for them. You know, um, it, it's. I always said it doesn't matter what it looks like. It's. It's how you actually work out. But this is beautiful, and, and this is. This is going to give these boys more incentive and initiative to want to work out even harder. Um, I think that it's bigger, so the entire team can fit in here and get the same amount of work. So, uh, I think this is something that is very very good for all sports and um, the potential in here is, is awesome. Awesome. And we heard
1: Tommy Heffernan talk about the nutrition area that we have here. Uh, tell our listeners a little bit about why that is so important to make sure it's full and so the student-athletes can come and you have fruits available here, you have hydration beverages, other nutritional bars. What? Why is that so important for
2: student-athletes? The nutrition part is, is probably the biggest part because you break the body down every single time you work out, and unless you replenish it with the right supplements, the body will not, never ever work according to how it's you know what we, what it's what we're trying to make it to do you know so um with them eating the right foods the carbohydrates the proteins uh it's only going to enhance their performance they're only going to you know make their bodies transform even better and even quicker um so it's so important that they as much as they train they have to watch their nutrition as well so having this is awesome for them um you know i kind of wish we had something like this but uh I'm happy for them that they can.
1: And since this is, you know, for our friends that are listening, and we'll we'll have some pictures and stuff posted on social media, but in case they don't see it, since you are very familiar with everything that's in here, describe some of the equipment that we can see
2: in this facility. So you got racks, um, and there's a lot more racks than there was before is just what, what can happen is it, it transforms into, you know, this complete rack with, um, you have cables on it and you have different, uh, uh on it that you can actually do more than just just rack work so you can actually do lat pull downs and tricep pushes and bicep curls and um, and including that you have pull ups and you know there's, there's so much functionality uh, with, with, with just this equipment and then the, the new dumbbells I mean now you don't have to worry about the, the rust you know getting in your eyes every time you hit it and uh, it's not going to make a mess it's not going to make a lot of noise because there's rubber around it but I think the coolest part is that every Every single weight has the H logo on it. And that to me is super, super cool because uh, you know that it belongs to this weight room and this weight room only.
1: Yeah, and I mean, the devil's in the details, and we can see the Hawaiian flag on the sides of these racks as well. So, again,
2: just. Yeah, no, it's no, it's super cool. And then you know some of the designs that Tommy put around, you know, what I mean, the, the the Hawaiian Chiefs, I think it's super cool because that's where the original warrior came from, and that's what the original history is. You know, it's it's them becoming warriors, and Tommy has these uh, portraits up on the wall that, you know, for guys like me, especially because you know I have Hawaiian in my in my blood, to look at that every single day in here, it's it's very motivating.
1: I love it. Shout out to all of the trainers and, of course, Tommy Heffernan, as he mentioned over there, who runs the sports performance facilities. And it's really cool. If you guys didn't see it on our social media, I encourage you to check it out at High Sports Radio. Um, So there's like this nutrition area where uh, the student athletes can grab like uh, milk, juice, bananas like fruits protein bars all of that kind of stuff and there's all of these different racks as you meant as Chris Brown had mentioned all these different racks in there that they can use so you can do have multiple uh, student athletes at one rack and lift heavy weights and then also (laughs) it's kind of it's, it's funny but at the same time not funny where he and I asked him about it off air I was like that really happened where I guess they're former training room or whatever the weights the free weights the dumbbells were so old that you try to like say do like uh like chest press or something and when it clanks like the rust from the weights oh fall gosh. into your eyes so he's like oh, you know that really stood out to me because the dumbbells here are all rubber they all have the UH logos on it and it's nice to be able to like work out with them and not have to worry about that rust like falling <laughs> in your eyes and and he said it He said it uh correct too and I I told him this story where I'm very much like, Oh yeah, you don't need a fancy gym. Like my dad didn't my dad didn't like the gym, like going to a public gym. He just is like doesn't like the crowd and stuff. So I grew up like having a home gym in my backyard, but it was very much like, you know, just equipment that's been there forever and Hey, my dad's like one of the fittest, like 60 plus year olds that I've ever known, and he's been fit all his life. And yeah, I, I understand where Chris Brown is like, you don't really need the fancy stuff, no. but it's, in this day and age, especially with recruiting, you don't want your student athletes to be dealing with rusty weights and everything. Um, Tommy Heffernan, I didn't get a chance to play the audio for you guys. I, I, computer was like doing its update thing but he Tech. did get an emotional moment where he talked about you know seeing this newly renovated a uh, facility because it's like his home he's been there at UH for so long and he he talked about how you know a lot of them don't work at UH for the money like they work there because they love the school they love the state and it's true we talk about it with Timmy Chang all the time lowest paid coach in the Mountain West and he's just working his butt off to try to improve this football program because he cares about the state. He cares about the school. And it was nice to see a lot of the coaches and, of course, a lot of the trainers, like shout out Tanner Hall or men's basketball. And you got like Josh Elms, everybody that just you could see the happiness that they have now with this new sports facility. And I'm excited for everybody there. And, of course, all of the student athletes to enjoy.
0: It's important to invest in yourself. Mm-hmm. And I feel very strongly about that. I So it's funny. I've been watching a lot of Kitchen Nightmares lately. <laughs> and if you watch those shows, right, watch the reaction after the, the inside of the restaurant is redone. And it's, you know, it's just modernizing it. And a lot of those episodes are built and are made in the early 2010s, right? Where it's similar to that weightlifting where it's like you can get the job done, but it is really nice to just update it because when you get the right people in, In the room, like you have your Chris Browns, your Timmy Changs, and all of these people who Mm -hmm. work for the University of Hawaii, not for the money, but because, like you mentioned, they love Hawaii and the university and the people and the student-athletes. When you get the right people there and you give them the appropriate equipment, that equipment's going to be in use for the next 15, 20 years. And if it's the right type of investment, if you have the right type of people in there, your investment's... Always come back tenfold. Football, they'll bring in a lot of money. Volleyball, all of these sports bring Mm -hmm. in money. They can bring in money. And it's like, it's important to invest in yourself. And I'm really, really happy that we get to see UH do that with this. And investing in student athletes and the betterment of them. You're right. You can't have rust falling into (laughs) eyes when you're doing a chest press. It's just, it's, 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 embarrassing. It gets embarrassing at some point. And this is something that UH can be very, very proud of. And like I just mentioned before, you got a lot of the right people in the room to make sure that this investment even goes further.
1: Yeah. And sticking with our UH football talk, we haven't brought this up at all. So I want to go back to something that Steven Sai actually uh, had kind of announced and it was announced by other media outlets, but uh, Jacob Euro has since um, safe former safeties coach and previously uh, Co-Defensive Coordinator Jacob Uro uh, has taken a job at Missouri. So he joins new defensive coordinator Corey Batoon, who was over here coaching at the University of Hawaii under Todd Graham. So Jacob Uro is no longer with the football program. Also, Roman Sapolu, the former offensive line slash co-offensive coordinator, has taken a job with the Miami Dolphins. Uh, I believe it's the assistant O-line coach, for the Miami Dolphins. And Jesse Sapolo actually tweeted out something really nice. Just, you know, the NFL has called a couple of times and finally this is them taking the opportunity to to go to the next level. So we wish uh, Coach Jake and Roman all of the best. Uh, I also want to make note, though, that uh, former Co. DC Etienne and former cornerbacks coach Steve Irvin are joining the New Mexico State's coaching staff. Uh, That's via Stephen Sai as well. And also, last but not least, because there are a couple of those coaching openings, uh, Stephen Sai had said Derek Vaavi and Dennis McKnight will be consultants for the University of Hawaii football program. Derek Vaavi, obviously, uh, he played for the University of Hawaii and. As an O-lineman, and most recently was USC's quality control analyst last season. And Dennis McKnight had a couple of stints with the coaching stints with the University of Hawaii and being part of the glory days of UH football and was a special teams coordinator when we had that crazy turnaround after the Van Oppen years and everything like that. So I know a lot of people are kind of wondering what the consultants means. I still need to get entire confirmation from UH people. But essentially, it's kind of like the UH coaching positions aren't as easy to not easy to fill is the right word. But all right. Like if you go food service industry, if you lose a server. You can hire a server right away to fill that position. Like it's just easy. Like you just hire somebody and there they are. But when it comes to like the. Coaching level, and I don't know if I don't think it's the same at all schools, but at least at UH, basically, just because those coaches left doesn't mean you can automatically uh, fit that into your budget and have them fill those positions. It's weird, I know, but that's kind of the reasoning why we see uh, these two gentlemen as consultants instead of actual coaches at the moment. Like, I don't know if they have to wait till the fall to be actual coaches. It's very interesting as every everything is for the University of Hawaii, but I just wanted to kind of explain in case people saw that or if you didn't, like what are consultants supposed to mean? So that that's kind of what it means is that you don't simply just because you lose a couple coaches doesn't mean, oh, we're going to hire these people to replace these people and it fits right there. We had this budget of salary and you get this salary that this person have or has or we'll split it up. Unfortunately, it doesn't work that that easily or simply at UH in the coaching realm. So we will continue to see what happens. And I'll talk to whoever I can at UH to get the best definition (laughs) of what it means. But that's the best definition that I can give to you guys for now. Yeah,
0: (laughs) it's just essentially people coming in to help as best they can for now and then figure out the tape and the paperwork a little bit later down the line because it's pressing right now it's you're in the middle of your spring ball right now you need consultants you need coaches you need voices in the room adults in the room and then you can kind of figure all the rest out over the summer before training camp starts like we said we'll figure out all the all the tape and all the whatever and bring it to you beautiful people
1: All right, we've got to step aside. When we come back, uh, you'll hear my chat with UH Women's Volleyball setter Kate Lang and how she feels and is super excited about the newly renovated uh, Alexander Waterhouse Sports Performance Facility because women love to lift too. Uh, So we'll be right back on Wake Up in the Den.
0: Back to more Wake Up in the Den with Ku'ule Agbayani on the Hawaii Sports Radio Network, 95.1 FM and AM 760.
1: It's Wake Up in the Den, Ku'ule Agbayani and Paul Brecht talking about University of Hawaii sports. I just love this song. Me too. Hope you I'm guys are crazy shaking. in love with this. You guys song. are probably like shaking your coles listening to this and in your car. Go ahead, go ahead, just dance and feel it out. You can't, you can't like not move when you hear this song, especially. Have fun with your bad yeah. self. <laughs> go on with your bad self. All right, so we're talking about the newly renovated Alexander Waterhouse Sports Performance Facility. It is Manawahina Wednesday, so I wanted to make sure I was able to grab UH women's volleyball setter Kate Lang for a little bit to get to let you guys hear from her words on how this impacts and benefits female student athletes for anyone that doesn't like know or are familiar with women love to lift heavy stuff too and it helps these student athletes become better for when they do play their sports but before we dive into all of the details stuff uh, here is what kate Lang had to say here with the University of Hawaii Women's Volleyball Center Kate Lang. Kate, how does it feel to have this brand new facility? It's
3: amazing. It's a dream. I can't wait to get in here and do a workout. I think that this is gonna definitely motivate all the athletes here even more than we already were, which I'm just excited
1: to see the products of that. So I'm so excited. (laughs) Awesome. And, you know, for some people that just think, oh, the weights and they'll see the photos. This is like only for the boys, for the football players. No, Uh women need to, student athletes lift too. So explain to the audience how women, especially like yourself in a different type of sport, how this benefits fits you? I love talking about this because I do the exact same lift
3: as all my friends on the football team do every day. And I will tell coach cook this, I hang clean, I squat, I back squat, front squat, I power, um, power clean. I bench, I bench a lot of weight also more than most football players. Actually. Um, I'm joking. I definitely don't, (laughs) but I do, I do every lift that male athlete does which is need to be that needs to have a light shed on it because every female athlete is equivalent to a male athlete we deserve to have the same equipment we deserve to have the same opportunity and I think that this weight room is something that's really special because it's for all athletes at UH and
1: that's what matters the most and and Tommy Heffernan and everyone made a point that that's what it is uh, for your sports specifically how does having a steady weight training program make you guys that much better
3: I mean Coach Tommy said it best you do everything in the dark in the weight room and then you're able to go onto the court later and have the lights shining on you but every product that comes out of this weight room is someone who is going to be ready for the court it's not oh you can just walk onto the court and you can play volleyball there's so much preparation that has to be done before you can go out and that starts in the weight room we don't even start playing volleyball um, when we come back from breaks we start lifting first and then we can play volleyball into or three weeks and i remember my freshman year we actually lifted for an entire month before we came back to play volleyball because we needed the strength and you can't play your sport without
1: lifting first so and i want to make sure we mention and have you put it in your own words uh, talk about the nutrition area that we have that to keep it full and why that's also important to go with your strength training program Yeah I mean being college
3: students we don't always go home and have our mom's refrigerator anymore you know and we've been going through the past couple of years of not having a nutrition center and sometimes our locker rooms aren't always stocked up with snacks either and girls will go or and boys will go all day without food until dinner time and or they'll have a massive breakfast when it's noon, and we don't need that right now. So just being able to have snacks in the weight room after workouts and be able to grab a protein shake or a glass of orange juice or something with a little bit of sugar in us to get us to class in the first place so we can focus as students first, right, is just really important. So I'm excited to be able to be fueled up for class now.
1: That was UH Women's Volleyball Setter, Kate Lang, perfectly fits into our Manawahine Wednesday today yeah, and just reiterating that the female student athletes not only want to, but need to do weight training and have these weight training programs because it makes them better at their sport. And there's different, you know, workout routines. That's why they have the strength and conditioning coaches at the University of Hawaii so that they can tailor these types of programs for the student athletes. I mean, you heard Kate say there like, you know, when they come back from the off off season, they spend like a month weight training before they actually start playing volleyball as someone who like I used to. Like max out and try to it was was myself and my high school teammate at Midilani shout out Chana we used to have kind of like these we would just try to max out on the leg press like it was all about trying to go as heavy as you can like seeing how much weight you could lift with your legs because soccer right it's all about your legs and being strong you're doing the aerobic exercises obviously when you're running and that's why it's important to do the anaerobic stuff and the weightlifting stuff to make you stronger. For certain sports, especially sports that are very, very physical, like soccer, because you don't want to get pushed around on the soccer field. So for women, I'm someone who is like a certified personal trainer when we were at the gym during downtimes, like I would be lifting with the guys and we would, you know, obviously I couldn't. They were also like weightlifters. So. I couldn't come close to lifting as heavy as they could, but they were very supportive and putting plates on for me and seeing how much we could deadlift. And it was just, it just makes you feel, especially as a woman, like so empowered when you can lift heavy weights. And for the common misperception obviously is, and I would get this all the time as a trainer from women, be like, oh, I don't want to get big and bulky and all that stuff. And I get it. You know, as when I was a lot younger, I would think the same thing. But that actually weight training actually helps you burn fat. And it's it's your nutrition side. If you eat a lot of protein and you max out on your calories, all that stuff, that is what creates the bulk. But for women, like if you lift heavy stuff, it's just burning the fat, create making you stronger, helping you burn calories even when you're not lifting it's like really important and i'm sorry i'm getting chicken skin because i'm like oh i'm so excited for them to be able to go (laughs) into that facility and lift heavy weights and do all of this stuff and shout out to all of you know the women out there that love to lift weights too because yeah i have a couple of best friends that are like all into crossfit i've never been into crossfit per se i like you know just when i used to weight train it's more of just your normal stuff maxing out every now and then and with deadlifts and everything. that's like my favorite, uh, <laughs> doing everything. But uh, yeah, it just fit in perfectly getting uh, sharing with you guys what a current student athlete, a female student athlete had to say on this Manohu- Wahine Wednesday. Not only that, but the nutrition part that they have, because she said it, sometimes they can go a whole day without any snacks, right? Like they got to fuel their body. Sugar is something that is good for you. After a workout, the one rare occasion that having, you know, processed sugar is actually good because it helps, you know, replenish the energy instantly because they got to work out and then go to class. And Mm -hmm. you have to be able to focus in class and have that boost of sugar. When I used to practice early in the morning at Chaminade, uh, I would go to the little snack shop and usually get like some like a couple of pieces of toast and have some strawberry yogurt because then you get a little bit of everything to try to get you through class, get you through lunch. Uh, because you might not have that good meal that you can go to mom's house. Fortunately, I still lived at home, so grandma always had the cookings. But I get it. For these student-athletes, you can't just go home and get this food. So uh, shout-out to everyone. Uh, Thank you to Kate Lang for talking story with me and sharing her side with all of you guys.
0: Just so fun. Like I I mentioned it in our last segment where – It's just important to invest in these young people. It's important for us to invest in the future and bettering tomorrow. And by doing that, we get a better today as well. I'm really happy about it. It's cool to see. And it's nice when that enthusiasm is shared by the student athletes because that's when it really shows. It's like this isn't for waste. This is really putting on for the people who care so much for you. The beautifulest of all the beautiful people.
1: <laughs> so happy Monday, Wednesday, you guys! Uh, for all the ladies out there, go out. Don't be afraid to lift heavy. Oh, obviously, don't lift heavy right away if you've never lifted heavy before. But yeah, don't hurt yourself. This is me encouraging women that it is okay to lift weights. You will not get big and bulky. It bulky. It actually helps burn fat for all the ladies out there because I was like super fit and lean. Back when I was a personal trainer and I barely did any cardio, (laughs) I just watched what I ate like intensely lifted heavy weights and I was like 135 pounds. That was a tiny little thing, even though I was like lifting like crazy. And yeah, it's so trust from personal experience. It's okay to lift heavy weights for all of the ladies out there. And yeah. All right, let me hold. I need to tell this coup. to myself, yeah. My certification has since expired. (laughs) But I was a certified, an actual certified personal trainer at one point, uh, among many other things. I think between, it's kind of funny because I think between Paul and I, we've done like 50 bajillion jobs that you can actually think of. The
0: odd jobs and (laughs) and pathways we've taken. It's been funny. (laughs) It's for sure. It's
1: it's been fun. All right. When we come back, we will stick with our UH conversation. But uh, go over and talk UH men's and women's basketball next on Wake Up in the Den.
0: Wake Up in the Den with Kule Agbayani on the Hawaii Sports Radio Network, 95.1 FM and AM 760.
1: Welcome back to all of you, the list of all the beautiful people. It's Wake Up in the Den. I'm Kule Agbayani alongside DJ Paulie B. Again, moving the body around. We've been talking about working out for the first half of the show.
0: We're working out here, too.
1: Yeah. Moving around. Moving around. Dance Um, (laughs) party on this Manawahine Wednesday. Dance party every day, though. But, yes, it is Manawahine Wednesday. Uh, As you heard, the promo there for Sharks Weekly, that is, yes, tomorrow. And tomorrow's featured sport will be men's and women's golf. So, head coach Ed... uh, Kageyama will join the show, and we'll see what student athletes they'll have. So that's following tomorrow's show, Sharks Weekly, featuring men's and women's golf. All right, getting back to the University of Hawaii. Now the men had a couple of big sweeps last week. Woo, woo, woo. Even though Paul Brecht will be like not surprised because that's what I told you guys. I this did. Whole time.
0: I did. I told you Craig Angeles that. I told you him in did. person on Monday. I said, "Watch us sweep."
1: For to Paul's credit, he did say that uh, close one against UC San Diego last week, Thursday, overtime, 94, 86, and then beating UC Davis, one of the top two teams in the conference at that time, 87 to 70. So not just a close win, but a huge convincing win win for the Rainbow Warriors before we talk about that and the possible state of could this be the turnaround like we've been anticipating and what we alluded to last week here is what head coach Iran Ganat had to say following that win over UC Davis
4: for tonight and this week really leading up to this week that was a heck of a team we just played and we I know we've been talking about trying to put it together in all three phases and getting guys clicking at the same time that's starting to come for us But that's a. I think again the context of Thursday, the context of today, could be prouder. They're one of the better defensive teams, and you know we had probably one of our better offensive games. It's very humbling. I'll say that too. Um, Offensively, they're juggernaut. You know, like I said, they got an incredible point of attack. Um, I thought our guys were pretty locked in, Um, but that's no easy task. You got to do it for forty and. Um, the boards, you know, plus 12. So I think in all three phases, the turnovers, especially early were, um, and that's what they do. They turn you over, know, one of the best in the country. And we had a lot on force and they took advantage of it. But when we separated, we took care of the ball. Um, so many different guys, you know, it was, you know, Cody again was really good for us. And Tom Beatty was huge for us in the first half. We've said we're a good shooting team. It was nice to see some breakthroughs, but they've been coming to it. It doesn't just happen. Tonight, they've been shooting well in practice, working on it. They shot well the other day. Um, I think our three point rate has been better in terms of the balance, not shooting half our shots from threes. So I'm just really proud of them, with with all things considered. And, you know, we got a long road, but hopefully we can build off this. Uh, I think we got a pretty mature group. But like I said, it's very humbling.
1: Humbling, but at the same time, yes. Let's get it. Yeah, you. Yeah, you. Let's get it. Uh, Bernardo da Silva led Hawaii in scoring that day with 19 points, followed by Noel Coleman, which Noel Coleman, oh my gosh. So, Noel had 18, but just working for those 18 points. The baller that we were anticipating, and even Justin McCoy looking amazing, contributing 17 points. And then we can't say enough about Cody Williams, who's been contributing off the bench. I mean, everyone's coming together, even Ryan Rapp. He didn't score any points, but he has just this presence for Hawaii now that that's what these coaches were talking about. Meanwhile, we're like, all right, where is Brian Rapp getting the start? Yada, yada, yada. But I'm like, oh, OK. I was talking to Tanner Hall, their strength and conditioning coach yesterday, and he's excited because he's like, see, we're finally turning around the corner. And I explained to him that. It's it's one of those things from what we saw these last couple of games where it's surprising, but yet it's not surprising. All of you that have listened to this show since the preseason know how high Paul and I were on this team and how much depth they have, how scary they were. So the fact that we've been doing so poorly, we couldn't find an explanation for it because the players, we have really, really good players on this team. And now hopefully this will be the change and the consistency that we will see for the rest of the conference season, because this is the team that we expected from the beginning and the team that we did see in the Hawaiian airlines, diamond head classic. And then when the conference started, it's just, they kind of lost their way or something and didn't know how to uh, build themselves out. So, Seeing that they had two really good games back to back now heading into this road trip to go play at Cal Poly and at UC Santa Barbara, which UCSB, another school that we thought would have been doing a lot better. So it's going to be another true test. But Tanner's called it. And I know Positive Paul here feels (laughs) the same that the way that Hawaii has been playing, if they just play the same way, I mean, they could come back with the road sweep as well.
0: Things are different. Like it's pretty apparent that things are different on the court right now for UH men's basketball, and a lot of that's just being able to find a rhythm. You know, it's they've been faced with some adversity this year. Obviously, more sec going down for the year. Javon McClanahan going out. Cody Williams missed some time earlier this season with an injury too. I know I've seen people questioning why he wasn't playing much before he missed maybe five or six games just due to injury Mm -hmm. in the early season after he had started out the year decent. He had a couple of nice games to start. And then now all of a sudden Cody giving you a boost off the bench. And I'm really proud of the character of this team. I think that's the biggest reason why I always believed uh, and why I've been able to remain kind of positive Paul even through the (laughs) frustrations is because that the character of this team is very, very high. And you can say what you want, I like, whatever. But I truly believe that character, mental toughness, that mental fortitude is one of the biggest things when it comes to basketball, especially when you, like we've said, this team has talent. Mm -hmm. And they have a lot of talent at that. There's a reason they were selected, I think, third in the Big West in the preseason poll. Like, they had expectations from the outside as well. Sometimes it takes time to figure yourselves out. Justin McCoy really starting to come into his own. Mm-hmm. Like, that's a guy who, Again, who... we expected. This is what exactly. we expected. Well, Justin McCoy, I mean, it's his fifth year, and now he's finally starting to look like that top player that he always thought he could be. And that's really cool. He just got his first uh, all-conference player uh, selection for a week in his college career. First mm-hmm. one. It's a fifth-year senior. That's awesome. It's cool to see these guys... Really getting into their own, stepping into their own. Juan Munoz finally starting to feel better again. You can see his rhythm, his confidence every game, night in, night out. And then just the bench. I mean, Akira Jacobs, how Mm -hmm. phenomenal has his development been as this year goes on? He's starting to give you some points off the bench. Tom Beattie with an incredible, incredibly important 11 points.
1: Sorry, I just had a flashback of the Kiwi on Kiwi crime.
0: (laughs) (laughs) But it it really is that where it's all of the pieces starting to come together for the bows and at an appropriate time where, you know, they hit that danger zone where it was like, all right, it's time to get off the pot or actually make something happen. Mm -hmm. And they made something happen and they have to continue it now. It's about consistency. And that's why. You hear Coach Gannat talk about how humbling league play can be is because that first half of the conference play, very humbling for the Bows. So they can't lose sight now of what the main goal is and they just have to stack wins. They have an opportunity, but I know people look at Cal Poly, winless in Big West play. That's a team that's starting to figure things out and get healthier as mm-hmm. well. So at the end of the day, you have to go out every single day and take care of business. They have got a big-time opportunity. UC Santa Barbara also just 2-5 at home in conference play. That's not good. It's crazy. You need to keep that going if you want to really boost yourself back into that top half of the standings of the big west,
1: yeah, and Cal Bali gave us a hard time here at home. We final score, we did beat them by 10, but if you remember, it was just a lot of like free throws at the end. That's one of the one where it was like a crazy amount of free throws. UC Santa the Barbara at the end of that game, yeah, too. Oh, UC goodness. Santa Barbara came in here and annihilated Hawaii 78 61. That was one of those games, like, man, why are we doing so? That
0: was the 26 0 run. That was the crazy run, one. So uh,
1: Hawaii now sitting just behind UC Santa Barbara at seventh in the Big West Conference. Both teams are six and seven, but standings wise, UC Santa Barbara is ahead of them, and Cal Poly is zero and thirteen in the conference, as we mentioned. But anything can happen, and that's why they play the games. All right, going over to the women's side though. As reminder. Beeman's Big Bash on Saturday. So we hope to see you guys there last I... You need to be Last number I count, I think it was around 2,500 tickets sold. So we want to get above 4,000. I got to look at the exact number. But definitely, we still got a long way to go for Beeman's Big Bash to set the record. Uh, But the Rainbow Wahine had a tough loss on the road at UC Davis, where it seemed like they were controlling majority of the game. Uh, They won at UC San Diego, 64-52, but then lost Saturday against UC Davis, 61-51. I didn't get to watch the UC Davis game because I was out covering uh, state paddling while the game was going on. But just uh, real quickly, Paul, your thoughts on what happened down the stretch. It was more of like the last quarter, right, where things kind of fell apart for the Rainbow Wahine.
0: Yeah, it, it was the last quarter where it just looked like the Rainbow Wahine ran out of gas. You know, And Coach Laura Beeman, she talked to us about this yesterday, where it's a tough trip, right? Where you go and you take the 2,500-mile trip from Hawaii to California in itself, and then it's multiple trips in short turnaround time, and that's not to make an excuse at all. It's just with that travel, you take that in, and then it's like, you play, they play their hearts out, mm-hmm. night in, night out, day in, day out, and they had an early game. It was a 7 p.m. on Thursday into a 2 p.m. on Saturday. That's a quick turnaround, plus you have the travel along with that. You run out of gas with a, a team that we still don't have Brooklyn Ruers back, and at the end of the day, UC Davis is a phenomenal program. Yeah. They're a team who yeah. is within a game of the top of the conference, of the Rainbow Wahine, so it was always going to be a tough game. It was credit to UC Davis for coming out and really taking the game in the fourth quarter because that's what it was. I I wouldn't say that the Rainbow Wahine just lost. It was that UC Davis really took it in the fourth Mm -hmm. quarter combined with sputtering, running out of gas, and now you come home to another two massive games this week. And I'll say this to you beautiful people. I don't have an issue saying it. You need to be there Saturday. I, I am forcing anyone that I know to be there because at the end of the day, these young women, these student athletes, these wonderful people, they deserve your support. They work incredibly hard. And I see you beautiful people come out for the men's games and show your support for the student athletes there. Please do it for the young women as well, because they are phenomenal.
1: And they're a fun team to watch. Even my dad, when I finally had him come to a game a few games ago, and then and he's been watching it on TV, too. He's like, oh, these wahine, like. They can play. And I'm like, yes, dad. Like they're so. So I think people just need to be exposed to it. And then they realize like, wow, our team is really good and they're really fun to watch. So I mentioned this before. The tickets are just five bucks for The Young at Heart and seven dollars for the general public, but free for Keiki up through high school. So it's cheaper than going to a movie. You can have more than enough of your budget to get snacks and everything to Bring bring your basketball team or bring everybody like it's crazy how affordable it is like this is very affordable entertainment here in Hawaii and you're going to go and support winning teams so again we want to see you Thursday and Saturday uh, this Thursday's game against Cal Poly 7 o'clock p.m. at the Simplifier Arena at Stan Sheriff Center Then Saturday Beeman's Big Bash 7 o'clock as well against UC Santa Barbara which will be another tough game as everything is Cal Poly and Santa Barbara are the other two squads right behind Hawaii. So you have UC Irvine in the st- top of the standings, then Hawaii, <clears throat> then UC Santa Barbara, Cal Poly, and Davis. So it's going to be fireworks this this week. So we hope to see you guys there. You we know, ne- we'll be there.
0: We need to see you there. I have people watching from 5,000 miles away who yes. wish they could be there. Please be there screaming, shouting for them, for me. Because I'll be there, but I can't be screaming and shouting, much to Coach Laura Beeman's dismay.
1: <laughs> and we want to make these schools that come and play at the Simplify Arena at Sand Sheriff Center, we want to make them jealous because when I talk to Coach Beeman, she's like, Yeah, all the other schools average like way less than a thousand, like teetering at four, 500. We're starting to get well over a thousand fans every single game. And we want to make it more so that when the other schools come to visit, they're like, Wow, I wish I played in Hawaii because. Their fans actually come out and support their team. So that's, 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 we want the bragging rights to be like, yeah, we support our women's basketball team.
0: Also, just don't you want to be like, I wasn't a bandwagon. I was there from the start. <laughs> I was there before the Rainbow Wahine but won the okay. national championship. We'll take,
1: we'll take the bandwagoners. Too. <laughs> it's fine. We'll take all of everybody. It's not too late. Come on out to be women's no, big support. Bash. All right. We got to take us or <laughs> step aside for our last break. We'll be back to wrap things up on Wake Up in the Dead.
0: Back to more Wake Up in the Den with Ku'ule Ogbayani on the Hawaii Sports Radio Network, 95.1 FM and AM 760.
1: Welcome back to Wake Up in the Den, Ku'ule Agbayani and Paul Brecht. guys know i had to play this song for valentine's day (laughs) i had to close out the show with love story because this might come as a shock to everybody but i have been obsessed with the post super bowl parties and videos and photos of taylor swift and travis kelsey shocker i know it's it's like crazy i've just been consuming everything that i can see on social media because i don't know i i If you guys couldn't tell, I love seeing people happy. I love love. I love things like people just being joyous because it's good for the soul. It makes me happy. Like I don't get mad at other people's enjoyment and them being happy and finding happiness in love. And uh, you know, this I've, I forgot to preface it. This is going to be a Sierra Tango Sierra uh, <laughs> closing segment in case you, there's no indication of, of that right now. In case there was it, any doubt. Yeah, because it's Valentine's Day. So I was like, yeah, we can like, you know, end it with this kind of fun talk. And as someone who's and this is, um, again, on this Manawahine Wednesday, maybe a message to any of the young ladies out there that are listening You know, find someone that celebrates your awesomeness, like being an alpha female. I am an alpha female myself. And Taylor Swift obviously is one too. And her previous relationship, you know, is all about hiding and hiding from the paparazzi, hiding her fame and not celebrating it. And so you have someone like Travis Kelsey who's like, yep, that's my girl. Like, she's doing her stuff like i don't care like let the world see us and she's having the time of her life she's a 33 year old who's a billionaire it's so awesome to see her dancing at a club dancing in vegas to club music that's a remix of her songs like it's amazing and i love all of it and the fact that they won the super bowl i just laugh at all the dads brads and chads that are so miserable in their lives that they like That seeing Taylor Swift on their TV screen during the football game just makes them so miserable because, like I said, I will not I will not tell you that you need to like her music because everyone likes their own music. But just seeing the pure joy and knowing, again, as as a woman to have a partner that lifts you up and encourages you, lets you have fun and be out in the public and do all of this stuff. And she's having a good old time. And I love it
0: to be her. I
1: love seeing it. So. my. I'm not a relationship expert by any means, but that's my advice for all of the manawahine out there is to find someone that is not intimidated by you wanting to, you know, pursue a a bigger career. Because I've been in that situation, too, prior to my relationship that now that I've been in for 10 plus years, being held down and having all these dreams and these goals and. Being with someone who was older than me by a couple of years, but at the same time was very much like trying to hold me back from being crazy, like to the point where my own friends were like, we don't like when you bring him around because... 're not you're not the fun coup when he's around and I'm like real what do you mean they'd be like yeah you're you're just not fun they would always they would basically say oh if you're bringing him don't come to the party and'm like why because I mean, they're like you're just you're not fun not you. you know yeah and I'm like wow that's no, interesting
0: it's great advice at the end of the day you should always be with somebody who celebrates you mm-hmm. you should be with somebody who's proud of you who's proud to be with you and here's the thing nothing is perfect there's never no. there is no such thing as a perfect relationship yeah. in this world no matter what everybody has their issues everybody gets frustrated whatever but at the end of the day you need to be supportive be your biggest fan or be the biggest fan of your partner because at mm-hmm. the end of the day that's who you got I mean I, I come from a family where family is everything and that means you know your partner that means your kids that means so on and so forth it's Life's too short to be so negative and so angry about so many things all of the time where be proud, be happy, Mm -hmm. have fun with each other, celebrate each other's smiles. Because to borrow from the 49ers uh, head coach, we don't know if we're going to be here tomorrow. I don't know if I'm going to be here tomorrow. You know, Mm -hmm. at the end of the day, I'm going to make sure that I'm enjoying today. I'm going to make sure that everybody who I love around me is enjoying today and if you don't like that, I'm sorry. I hope you have a nice day. <laughs> and like it, it really is just straight that. Like your life should impact your life. And I hope you are happy in yourself first.
1: Yeah, that's why Go out and celebrate each other in your relationships, your friendships. Um, but I just thought I'd have play the love story. It's Valentine's Day. We're feeling good. And like I said, I it's a shocker to a lot of you. But yeah, I've just been consuming all I can take with the Taylor Swift and As you Travis should. Kelsey and also shout out to Jason Kelsey sporting the, the luchador mask uh, while they were out and apparently according to their new heights podcast he just found it on the ground fortunately he has right. no pink eye or anything but he put it on and he said he transformed into this other person Partying at, they were at Zook at first and then Excess. I even asked my friend whose brother works at Zook. I was like, did he get to see Taylor and Travis? And he did. And I'm so jealous. That's so funny. And uh, Post Malone and everything. I'm like, dang, I'm so jelly. All
0: the stars were there. Jason also wore overalls so that he uh, couldn't take his shirt off when he wanted to. (laughs) He admitted that on the New Heights podcast as well.
1: It was amazing. Uh, If you guys want to laugh, you got to look at those Jason Kelsey videos of the after party. But either way, hope you guys have a great Valentine's Day. For Paul Brecht, I'm Kule Agbiani. Mahalo for listening. Bye.